Hey guys, and welcome back to Spill Tea, where coffee addicts gather to overflow their thoughts. I'm your host, Jude, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about one of my personal favorites, overthinking. Now, I am an overthinker myself, but for those of you who are not the zombies of such a disease, let me give you an example to ease it in your mind. Just imagine yourself in a train station full of people, and it's packed, full of noise, just noise pollution everywhere. People talking every second of every hour, and it's just filled. This is not an example of overthinking. This is an example of a busy mind. But what overthinking basically is, questioning every single detail of a certain topic, is just wanting to look for other reasons, other problems. Someone said, if overthinking burned calories, I would be dead. Because the amount of overthinking you do is abnormal to a normal human being. And another person said, overthinking is the art of creating problems that weren't even there. So we just jump to conclusions, we create details that did not exist, and we just, the detectives of our own lives, which is not a healthy thing for a normal human being who needs to, who needs sometimes for a quiet time. Let me give you an over, an actual example of overthinking. Maybe your family decided to go on a picnic. You are in the mood now. You want to go on a picnic, but overthinking kicks in. So what happens basically is you keep thinking of details that just don't have to do anything with the whole picnic thing. What if aliens came and invade us? What if the moon was full and wolves just attacked us? What if ants were there and they started eating the food? What if we starved? What if water finished? What if the trees came alive and attacked us? Just extravagant things that nobody would think about and you create problems that no one has the solution to and you become stressed and stress is contagious and just the way I talk stresses people this is overthinking this is you overthinking about a topic that just needs a simple answer a yes or no do you want to go on a picnic or do you not another example can be um you, I, for example, I went to a restaurant and I want to order something new. I don't want to go with my usual. But I have uh, now I have the menu and I have the waitress waiting for me for to take my order. And I think about what I want to eat. This is the time where overthinking jumps and just takes control of my mind. I started thinking, what if I regret ordering this? What if I don't like this? What if uh, this side doesn't happen to be nice with the main course? Or what if, what if, the what ifs just kill me. And in the end, I just order my usual just to release my mind from the overthinking. I tried to find solutions for overthinking, a cure, a kind of way to release the tension in my mind. And there are solutions, there are cures, there are ways you can uh, decrease this kind of stress that you put yourself into, which is not by conscious, by the way, for those of you who don't know. Overthinking doesn't happen when you're conscious about it. Overthinking happens when you're, you're thinking of something and your mind just catches you off guard and directly starts to think about extra details that no one cares about. Even you don't care about these details, but suddenly your mind decides to think of extravagant things. So one of the solutions, don't make fun of me. I'm just not a visco girl. It's just the point that um, 
I thought of stuff and I looked for them and I want to release my ten the tension in my mind. And meditation turns out is one of the solutions that you can use. Now, as a person, I thought as a normal person, I thought meditation has a direct contact with yoga. Yoga and meditation go together. They do not. Yoga is something and meditation is something. Yoga comes with meditation as an extra partner, but it does not have to, like, if you want to practice meditation, it doesn't have to be with yoga. The point is, practice, practice and meditation is not an easy thing to do. It's actually pretty difficult to just focus on one thing and one thing only, which is the breathing, the sound of your breathing. And for an overthinker, it's very difficult. For the mind, this is the best opportunity to think about different things and different stuff. And the moment I sit down, I crisscross my legs and I just bend the straighten my back and I close my eyes and I start breathing normally but in a more uh taking a deep breath and just taking a, a taking out breath just trying to calm down trying to normalize the situation and for meditation people usually say that if your mind just went on and thinking just try to get it back and to just think about the voice or the sound of your breathing and to me it turns out this is a very hard um thing to do because as an overthinker, you can't stop. And so I, I sometimes let my mind wander, let my mind think about people you talk to, situations that happened 60 years ago, events, anything. Just let it release whatever tension it's creating for like some amount of time. Let my mind have a conversation with itself. And then I come back and try as much as possible to focus on my breathing. Now, I'm not Oprah. I don't have a solution and I'm coming and I'm telling you it's work because I'm not a patient person. Solutions and changing habits usually take time. And by time that I have, but I don't plan to use. <laughs> That's basically it. I'm not a patient person. What can I do? I do not wait for results. I cannot wait for the microwave to stop beeping so I can open the microwave and take whatever it's, whatever it's in it. I just take the results how it, how it is. It's hot from the outside but cold from the inside. It's not fresh. So I'm not a patient person and, and, the, and thus I do not get the perfect results. Now I've been doing meditation for like what? One week now and not even consistently. I was planning to do it in the morning and in the evening but I'm skipping and I'm being not uh, responsible about it and it's eating me in the butt it's bite it's basically just not I'm, I'm not getting the results that i want there is another solution which it's gonna sound ridiculous but um always think of this of the worst scenario and then find a solution for it let's say you're entering an exam and you are overthinking about it and you're stressing about it, you just think you're going to fail. Think about it. You're going to fail. This is the worst so This is the worst case scenario, right? You failing. What happens if you fail? Find a solution for it. Okay, if, this, if, if you fail in this quiz, then simply study better for the next one. Yes, you're going to feel a bit ashamed. You're going to feel embarrassed. You're going to feel um, con uh, conscious about your... I don't know, your feelings, and you're, you're going to see that maybe I'm a failure, but you're not. People fail. It's okay to fail. So in my mind, this is kind of a bit 
hard to do to think of the worst situations and then find a solution for them because thinking of the situation itself is terrifying. Let me tell you that it's not an easy. Nothing is easy. Nothing is easy. None of these solutions is going to be a sip of water. None of it. You have to work hard to get this peace of mind that some people have. And to us, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's uh, maybe you're a creative person. And by overthinking, sometimes overthinking helps. It's not totally bad thing. It helps. Sometimes it encourages your creativity and you come up with extravagant, uh, extravagant ideas. And, you know, it helps. But everything has another kind of a... Everything has a two-face, so. And so I try, you try to just think of the worst-case scenario and find a solution for it. Just, just like people who practice the tightrope uh, walking. They know what's the worst-case scenario. If they keep overthinking it, they're never going to go on, on that tightrope. They're never going to be these people who we watch in circuses. They're going to always be these people who are sitting in the corner overthinking about what if they fall. But they know that if they fall, there's a net to catch them. They're not going to die. There's always a safety ba barrier. There's always a net to catch them. So whatever happens can't be the worst. If you fail that quiz, it's not going to be the worst thing that happens because eventually there's another quiz and you're going to ace that quiz. It's not going to be the end of the world. Nothing is basically the end of the world except some ideas that's coming to my mind and I can't say them. <laughs> but nothing else can seem to be the end of the world. You fail a semester, you if you have the money. You go for the next semester, you do better, you study better. Everything has a solution. God created problems and created solutions with them. So that's something nice, that you know that to every problem, there is a solution. Thank you guys for listening. This was Jude on Spill Tea.